Good morning. Today is July 16, 2019, and we are on episode 3, part 1 of the Facebook comic book scammers, scummers, people to avoid. Uh, this is going to be a little different than the other ones. Uh, this is going to have two parts. I'm going to expand on my personal experience on the next subject, and then later in the week we'll be having a guest talking about their perspective, uh, what the issues that they had with this gentleman as well. So if you're hearing this and you realize that there's portions of the story missing, just realize that that is coming in part two later in the week. So today's subject matter is a gentleman by the name of Bill Ivey Jr. Um, Bill was an admin in a few groups and considered a trusted individual for quite some time. Um, my personal experiences with him initially were quite positive. Uh, thought he was a pretty stand-up gentleman. Um, and dealing with him and having conversation with him, uh, he had uh, purchased for me a few times with no incident. Uh, on a third occasion... In April of 2016, he did purchase uh, some Venom versus Carnage books, and upon receipt of the invoice, he indicated to me that he was having financial issues that were unexpected, and apologized and asked that I be patient and he would get it taken care of. And based on his pre previous payment history, I had no reason to really give him a hard time. I had actually appreciated his honesty. Uh, so it was kind of out of sight, out of mind. Uh, about just shy of two weeks passed, and I realized it had still not been paid. So I did reach out to him, um, and he apologized and took care of it there. Uh, and I thought that was pretty much the end of that. Um, however, about a month later, I was added to a raffle group that he was an admin of, and... Uh, prior to being added, I wasn't aware of the existence of that specific group. And my natural curiosity got the best of me, so I did, in fact, start searching uh, previous posts during the period of time that Bill had claimed to have financial issues to see if he had been participating uh, in auctions while claiming that, you know, he did not have funds available to him. And did in fact come across several instances where he had in fact participated in uh, raffles pretty much through the entire time that he claimed to have financial issues. Uh, so basically, um, it brought to my attention that maybe this isn't an honest gentleman uh, and definitely did make me realize that I would not trust this guy as much as I had previously just based on that. Now, on the previous video, I had mentioned the incident with Guy Schwartz. Uh, Bill was actually the admin that had run the book for Guy, uh, unbeknownst to me, and also was the admin who ended up mediating that specific issue uh, just because of the fact that he was the one who had run it and obviously had previous dealings with Guy. Now, I just found it interesting that not too long before that, there was a similar issue with a damaged slab that involved another previous name that we've heard before, David Alvera. And Bill did, in fact, hold David uh, accountable and made him pay 
you know, to correct that specific issue. And strangely enough, didn't hold himself to that same standard or hold Guy to that same standard when our issue arose. Um, I just found it weird that you would be allowing him to do a postal claim instead of paying me and then trying to do a postal claim. And the other thing I found interesting about it is I was still in possession of the slab, so I'm not quite sure how you would prove damage to the Postal Service when I'm still in possession of it. And I was never asked for, you know, any additional information in regards to the issue. So I just felt like Bill was the one that kind of escalated that beyond what it needed to be. Had he held him to the standards that everybody else had been held to, it wouldn't have escalated to that point. He would have made him pay that day, and that would have been that. Uh, shortly after that uh, was out in the open as far as the issue itself, uh, Bill did in fact step down as an admin there, and we did have conversation about that and also the incident with Guy, and he made a statement to the effect of that he was surprised that Bill, excuse me, that Guy had not responded because in the past when there had been issues that Bill was the only person that Guy responded to. Now, obviously, my takeaway from that conversation was, wait, so you knew he had previous issues and you've had to step in to get him to make resolution, but he's still participating in this group and you are still hosting books for him? Just didn't make sense, but when you think about the whole money talks, bullshit walks mentality that I've said is consistent with most people, um, it starts making more sense in that context. Um, so Bill also was an admin for a buy-sell trade group by the name of uh, Nick's Auction House, uh, which at one point was a secret group. Um, I myself had run several auctions there, which is how I had interactions with Bill. So in December 2017, a post went up by a gentleman by the name of Jason Folks, uh, basically a call-out post against Bill stating that he had paid for a signature opportunity for a Force Awakens number one variant, and it was a Neil Adams variant, um, and that he had, as of December, six months later, had not been receiving responses nor receiving obviously the books uh, so on that post several people did in fact uh, jump onto the post and acknowledge that they also were having issues getting in contact with bill uh, so um, bill did jump on the post to try and do damage control basically stating that there were several factors that were unexpected yada 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 um, apologized for not being in communication, claimed vaguely that there was a justifiable reason, but he wasn't going to get into it. Um, but what I found interesting is when this post had gone up, uh, a few months before that, you know, there has been numerous people that were good sellers in the past that had, in fact, gone bad. So that specific group, Nick's Auction House, had taken a proactive stance stating that, you know, no matter what your reputation was, that you were going to be scrutinized. And in fact, interestingly enough, Bill happened to be the admin that went out of his way to post up that statement. Now, to read it to you verbatim, it was, 
Good morning, Nick Heads. I wanted to take a few minutes of your time and give a friendly reminder. You see, quite a few of us around here have been around a long time. We've built a reputation as people you can trust. That can be a, sol excuse me, a false sense of security, though. We've seen scams in the community over the last year that are shocking. Some by people with great reputations, some by people who hit quick and left. Either way, it's got everyone on guard. No matter your reputation in the group, you will be scrutinized. We all understand that things can happen, but communication must be maintained. You cannot leave your buyers wondering what is going on and fall into the trap of, they will be fine, I have a great reputation. It doesn't matter if it's a $5 book or a $5,000 book. If you sold it, keep in contact with the buyer until they receive it. If something comes up, tell them. If there's a delay, keep in touch with them. When you don't, people start to wonder what's going on. They panic. Next thing you know, your reputation takes a hit. Then suddenly you find yourself removed from groups and you take more of a hit. All this happens and you weren't scamming anyone. You just failed to communicate. Be careful. Communicate. Building a reputation takes time. Keeping it is constant work. He then tagged the other 10 admins of the group. Now I remembered him having posted this, so I went to the creator of that group, Nick Nichols, and I sent him a screenshot of the call-out post and the post of Bill basically saying that no matter who you are, you need to be in contact with your customers, and I stated that it just wasn't a good look. Looking for some sort of feedback from Nick and received absolutely none. He read my messages, never said a word. And that was pretty much the end of that as far as, you know, any sort of intervention from them. Uh, the post was, from my understanding, voluntarily taken down by Jason because of being able to be in contact with Bill. Uh, but I did take screenshots and I did include those on the comic book disputes and issues post that did in fact go up about Bill later on. Uh, now, Bill... At that point, after there were several instances where I would call out not only Bill, but that specific admin team for consistencies or inconsistencies in how they handled things, uh, there was another day where a gentleman that uses the name P. Tom Morales had posted complaining about people bidding in auctions and not paying. And P. Tom actually to this day has an unpaid invoice from me. And I just found it ironic that he was complaining about non-payment, so I posted a, a copy of the screenshot, uh, basically showing that it was unpaid. And I said, yeah, it's fr frustrating when people don't handle their responsibilities, right? Uh, that gentleman got very aggressive, but what was funny is Bill jumped on the post to defend him, saying that it was an oversight and that I should have been more understanding. And I just found it weird because it happened to be a friend of Bill's. And any other member would not have received that same courtesy. Uh, but that's a consistent thing with that group. It's always, you know, everybody else has to do a certain thing, but the admins can kind of get a little bit more leeway. And these aren't the only instances. There's many numerous recorded instances of that occurring. Uh, but I did take it to PM with Bill, and I basically called him out on it and saying, you know, it's just weird that when it's your circle of friends that there's a completely different standard to be held, including yourself, uh, when you were not keeping in contact with your customers. There was no action taken against you. You never stepped down as an admin, nothing of that nature. 
so at that point, obviously, our relationship became contemptuous uh, because I was no longer hiding the fact that I believed them to be all full of shit when it came to how they conducted themselves as opposed to how they expected others to conduct themselves. Uh, so um, fast forward and uh, sometime at the beginning of 2018, the date right now escapes me, I was made aware of a variant group by the name of the Brain Trust, which we will be discussing in a later ish uh, later episode. Uh, but basically, someone had sent me a bunch of screenshots pertaining to a variant that was being held hostage by a third-party individual. Uh, and since I knew Bill was an admin there, I reached out to him to get some further information. Uh, he did disclose some of the issues that were going on beyond the screenshots that I had saw. Uh, but asked that I did not post the what I had found so far with the hopes that the gentleman who they claimed was holding the books hostage would in fact make it right. They were concerned that if I blew it up and, and made a post about it, that that may never occur. Now, it didn't get fixed anyway, so we would have been better served just posting it and warning people beforehand, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, at that point in time, Thought I was doing a good thing for the community based on Bill's suggestion. Now I know it was simply just to serve their interests of not making that group fall into a spotlight. Um, now, as I had said, later in the week, we do have a very big portion of why Bill is, in fact, been listed as a scammer. All of these things are, for the most part, minor infractions. Uh, but I look forward to our guest coming on and expanding further as to his additional issue, which basically blew the doors wide open on the bullshit that Bill was participating in. I appreciate you listening in this morning, and I hope you have a great day.